Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo. So today we wanted to start off by talking about the polls that we ran on our Instagram. If you guys don't follow us, it's at Taboo Podcast. We really liked the conversation we had last week about speaking up in the bedroom, and it sparked a lot of conversation on the Instagram. So we asked you guys to participate in some polls. And the first question was, have you ever wanted to speak up in the bedroom? So 95% of people said yes. And then we asked a follow-up question, which was, were you able to do it? So this is crazy because 62% of people said yes, they could, and then 38% said they couldn't. So we asked the people who said they couldn't to kind of like dive deeper into that and tell us why they couldn't. Um, a majority of you guys said that you just didn't want to embarrass the other person or hurt their ego, yeah. which is huge. I think we both relate to that. Yeah. We didn't. We were super afraid of that. But then someone said intimidation, not wanting to kill the vibe. And that's a huge factor. I think that even goes back to our consent episode as well, where yeah. it's just like, these things shouldn't kill the vibe. Yeah, I feel like, especially like you said, back to your point about intimidation, it's kind of scary to know that we're getting intimate with people that we're afraid to just be honest Absolutely. with. Like, if you... It's just it just goes back to how many things in society are just plain contradictions. Mm -hmm. Like you sleep with someone that you're not comfortable telling that you're uncomfortable to. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not judging anybody who responded that way. It's a really common thing. Mm -hmm. And I think we all go through it, which is why we ultimately are even intimidated by telling somebody just to preserve how they feel. Absolutely. Um, so just again, don't feel afraid to respond to us. We really like having this communication with you guys. But we're going to get into the new episode. Yes. Which is all about boundaries. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about boundaries. And guys, I know I say this every episode, but literally just brace yourself because I'm probably going to have a breakdown. So I was wondering on Leanna's end, what is a boundary? Yo, I had to look this up because mm -hmm. at my big age of 23 years old, I just learned like probably last year why I need to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what a boundary was, but I, had, I realized I'm probably going to need to set something mm -hmm. or like just do something to stop making people feel like they can walk all over me or just kind of like <laughs> take advantage of me because I was uh -huh. like, uh, there's something wrong here. Yeah. But I actually Googled it. I had to Google it. And go. <laughs> Google says that a boundary is a line that makes the limits of an area, mm -hmm. a dividing line. And I think the word limit like just jumped out at me immediately because this is a problem I've always had. Growing up, I just don't know my limit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have alcohol, too. I'm not going to hold you. I'd be going crazy. All right, but that's, that's, not even what we're, that's not even what we're talking about. But for real, like, setting a boundary is setting a limit as to how much mm -hmm. people have can have access to you. Access to you. Right. Exactly. So then what my follow-up is, what are some of the hardest boundaries you've had to set? Damn. Mm -hmm. Do you struggle with boundaries? I you know well, I mean, right. I know the answer. Come on. But let the people know. You, yeah. you struggle, right? I do struggle with boundaries. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not the only one, yeah. guys. I'm just saying. Leanna, we've, it's been a, an ongoing conversation in the last year for us about yeah. her setting boundaries, especially because even in past episodes, we've alluded to how everyone thinks they know her. Mm. So everyone thinks they have equal access. Yeah. And it's very, very, very draining. Ooh, now you're dragging me again. Right. Hold on. Is this is Valentine's Day episode again? <laughs> Hold on. But I think the, you know what? I, when, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this. the answer to this question. I think the hardest boundary to set is just setting one in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally, for family, for friends, relationships, mm -hmm. like, relationships especially. If I'm in love, forget about it. What's the boundary? Mm -hmm. That goes out the window. Mm -hmm. There's no limit to me. You could have all of me. <laughs> what? There's no limit to me. There's no limit. Like, the limit does not wow. exist every single time. It starts with family. You're right. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. family, I... Agreed. Everyone in my family knows that 
I go, I'll go above, above and beyond and for beyond. you. To no matter what. I will go to the moon and back to the stars and back. If you want something, I'll make sure I get it for you. Mm-hmm. I may put up a little, like, front about it or, like, mm-hmm. a fuss, but I'll always get it for you. And so with that family, which, when I don't have boundaries in my family, it trickles down to my friends. Because mm-hmm. my friends, I see as chosen family. And I see, well, I don't see them as much as family. Or, you know, I want them in my life. Mm-hmm. I want them to be around. So then I'm like, you know what? I can bend it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I won't be too hard with them. I won't mm-hmm. shut them out. Like, I'm going to do this for them. I'm going to go above and beyond for them. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into my relationships because at the end of the day, relationships are just, you know, intimate friends. Right. So it just trickled down to me. I think what's the most interesting while you were talking is that when it comes to, I agreed with you. Mm-hmm. When you said there's no limits to me in regards to romantic relationships, mm-hmm. I agreed with you. But then I thought to myself, why is it that we don't put limits on people that are strangers to us? Mm. Like, if you compare, like, a loving relationship or love romantic interest to a family member or even a friend, it's like, they don't know you like your family and yeah. your friends know you. And yet, here we are saying, because idealistic me, right? I'm like, okay, well, if it's somebody that I love or somebody that I want to love me, why are there limits? Mm. Would I like limits if they were put on me? Mm-hmm. Should there be limits on a loving relationship, something that's supposed to last, quote, unquote, forever? Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes into anything and I feel like that's why we have to learn how to place boundaries on all kinds of relationships because even the person that you might want to spend the rest of your life with should not have mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy but now that I'm thinking about it I'm like maybe they shouldn't have no it's absolutely all true. access to you it is absolutely true I remember when I was um in my relationship in high school or whatever mm-hmm. obviously we have all the time in the world in mm-hmm. high school so we can do whatever the hell we want so we would easily just link up 24 7 24 7 there was a, to the point where i was like nah i see this man actually too much i don't mm-hmm. have any time for myself anymore mm-hmm. so i literally had to turn off my location after a while and i was like in a way that was me setting a boundary yeah but i was, was. kind of yeah totally. but i was just like i had to turn off my location and say hey i'm not home right now you can't come over yeah because i would come home and he'd be at my crib like that's Yo, crazy you need to chill that's crazy like it's just too much so, like even what with you that, my boy? Hmm? Were you dating a white boy? Girl. You sound like you were dating a white boy. You know them Spanish men. <laughs> you can't get enough of me. <laughs> Yo, you're crazy. But yeah, so I guess in that way I was setting a boundary, mm-hmm. but it's so true. There has to be a limit in your relationship because I, I also think, this goes way off topic, but mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a little bit of mystery in a relationship. Yeah. And I actually can't wait to talk about that because that's a huge factor that I've learned. It's like they you don't want someone to have all of you. You don't want you no. want to keep surprising that person. Mm-hmm. You want them to learn something new about you every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think what needs to be clarified is that a boundary doesn't mean like secrecy. Yeah. Like I'm not being secretive. It's just that first of all, ba- oh, this is such an interesting topic now that I think about. I'm screaming. For boundaries, right? Boundaries are supposed to be something that you put in place until they're not needed anymore, or mm. unless they're not needed. Mm. Um, and the reason I say that is because sometimes if you put up a boundary, it's almost like you could put up several boundaries, and until somebody earns the next level, mm. then that boundary should stay up, mm. right? And so, like, I'm just thinking about that to say, if you go on a date with somebody, right, it's your first day. Let's just, like, play into a fantasy real quick. It's your first date. Mm -hmm. They don't know you. It's a blind date. They don't know anything about you. Automatically, you already know, probably not going to have sex with them. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to tell them every single detail about your past trauma. Right. Probably not going to tell them about your family. You're not going to tell them that you really broke. Mm. You're not going to tell them, like, you're not going to tell them you got a wig on. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like never know, before. Never know. (laughs) Never know. (laughs) These are things, like, these... It's superficial, obviously, in this conversation, but these are boundaries, and until that person gets to know you better, you won't just let them in. So let me ask you something, actually. Do you feel like it's hard to set a boundary? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, but, like, what's the hardest part? For me, I feel like the hardest part about setting a boundary is communicating that I'm setting it. Mm. 
um, because in my head, I've already said it. Yeah, here she go. And I know that's horrible. <laughs> I know that that's probably the biggest issue. Yeah. Because even with my family, I'm just thinking like, in all of my relationships, I set the boundaries. It's for you to figure it out. I'm screaming. And I hate to say that, but I think the reason it's happened that way is because the, in the past when I've tried to communicate why why I'm uncomfortable, mm-hmm. why I'm moving the way I do, mm-hmm. I get gaslit. Mm. So it's like, I'm not going to keep wasting my time explaining to you why I have to switch up. I'm going to just switch up. Mm-hmm. And when you prove to me or acknowledge the fact that you see that I've switched up, then I can retract that boundary or change it or you know, like, fix it. Yeah. But I struggle because I'll dead in my head be like, okay, so I'm not doing that anymore. Okay, so I'm not telling you that anymore. Okay, so I'm not seeing you on these days. Okay, so I'll never see you again. <laughs> like, literally, I was on a date, a few, like, it was like the third or fourth date. I thought I really liked this guy. He said something at the table, and I said, I'm never seeing you again. You make it, like, yeah. I'm never going to see you again. But is that a boundary, or is that a decision? Because that's a difference. Both, because I do it, I can do it, I can make the decision mm-hmm. to not ever see you again, but I can also set the boundary and just say I'm only giving myself to you this amount. Okay. And I feel like I I do it before you even know that there's an issue. Mm-hmm. Because in my head... You're trying to stop I, the issue yes, from happening. Because I've, I've already felt it. I've yeah. already felt I'm uncomfortable. I've already felt the feelings that come up when I start to feel like I need to set a boundary or that there's a boundary that's lacking. Mm. And I try to bring the conversation up through different ways, like asking a question or like saying like, don't you think it's weird that you said blah, blah, blah? Or like, (laughs) I'm kind of uncomfortable. And then the person will ask me why. And I'll be like, well, because X, Y, Z. And they'll say, I don't feel that way. I'm like, bet, no problem. I do. So I'm going to just keep this boundary to myself. So you just dug your own grave. Yeah, and I'm just going, that doesn't ever mean every single time that I just excommunicate from people, but it definitely means that I know now I'm not moving this way with you. Right. The <laughs> thing is, though, what I want to ask you, though, is like familial. Take me take familial or friendship-wise, mm-hmm. because the relationship is definitely different, but what about in those situations? How is it's it hard It's the same thing. How do you do that to your parents, to your brother? It's funny because everything I was just saying was about those people. I'm screaming so at like, the top of my lungs. Okay, let me put it like this, right? Since this is in the past, it's actually moved towards something better. So in high school, I was with a guy that my family didn't really like. Mm-hmm. Granted, now that I have hindsight, I see that they had every reason to <laughs> like this man. Yeah, they were right. But in my head, what I was going through at the time, I felt like he was the one for me. Absolutely. He was the only person that understood me. Wah, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, I started then lying to my parents about mm-hmm. where I would go, who I would go with, because I was with him, and mm-hmm. I knew they didn't like him. I started lying to my mom, therefore not telling her the truth, and I would put up boundaries like, I'm not telling her anything that has to do with romance, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with guys, I'm not telling her. Mm-hmm. But I would tell her like about my friend stuff, I would just be like, okay, my boundary is I'm not sharing anything intimate about my love life with you. Mm-hmm. She didn't really... I'm not going to say she didn't pick up on it because she's my mom and mm-hmm. she's a witch. So, like, I obviously knew she picked up on it. But at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, what she didn't know wasn't going to hurt her in my head, right? Yeah. Okay, until I started realizing it was really affecting my relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And she would start saying to me, like, why do you do this? Or why are you so, like, closed off? Or And at that point is when I was like, okay, at least now she's acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Because here's the other thing. If you're going to ignore the fact that I've now put up a boundary or the fact that I've tried to communicate things with you in the fa- in the past, that's enough for me to mm. be like, I'm good with this. Mm-hmm. I don't, if, like, the same saying that goes, no response is a response. Mm-hmm. If you're going to ignore what I've done, 
I will ignore it right back. It's not even me being petty. And I don't want to call it a coping mechanism either. But it's kind of like, why would I waste my energy on something that you don't even care to address? If it was bothering you, if you didn't like what I was doing, then we wouldn't be here right Mm -hmm. now. So when my mom started to actually acknowledge that I was having these feelings or like that I felt like I needed to be secretive, that's when I said, okay, now she sees the need for change. Mm -hmm. Let me make that change. That's smart. And that's when I decided like, okay, I'm going to start letting her in. Whether she likes what I have to say or not, whether she agrees with me or has a different opinion or doesn't approve of what I'm doing, I'll let her in. Right. That's, That's what I do with my family. Now, recently I've made other decisions with my family where I'm like, I've realized that certain people can't handle certain topics. Absolutely. So there's the boundary right there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, friends and family, where I'll just let them talk to me, and they come to me to tell me everything under the sun, what's going on with them. Do they ever ask me mm-hmm. vice versa? Mm-hmm. No. So that's fine. I will I will be there for you the way I would expect you to be there for me, mm-hmm. but I know you're never going to do that for me. So there's my boundary, again. Mm-hmm. So I And the most hurtful... Like, the first question was that you asked me, what was the hardest boundary? It's with my family. Mm -hmm. Because it hurts me the most to know that I have to put up a boundary with you. Absolutely. As my family, it's like, if I would jump over backwards, break my back for you, go to the moon and back, I would expect you to at least hear me out when it comes to certain things. But the fact that I know I can't, it makes it super difficult for me to now be like, this is a one-sided boundary. Because you're Mm. still getting all of me. Mm. Because you're my family. But I can't give all myself to you. That hurts. I'm trying to think, does the size of the family change these things? Because I feel like when I think of familial boundaries, what Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of is, I mean, obviously there's issues within my household Mm -hmm. that causes me not to, like, that causes me to not be able to put up boundaries. But I also think it's with my extended family as well. I think because I have such a big family, because I'm listening to you and I'm like, damn, it's very like, you know, you... Do you feel like you do that with your aunts? Do you feel like you put boundaries? Yeah. No, I don't. I feel like when it comes down to it, it really... It upsets me the most in my extended family because okay, I feel like why? I'm constantly, j- mind you, if you guys are listening, I love you guys. I'll do anything for you. Don't worry. <laughs> but Same I with feel mine. like- I love y'all. Right. Like, I feel like I'm just jumping over hoops, over hoops, over and doing the app. Like my sister always laughs at me because she's like, when people say jump, like you say how high. Like mm-hmm. I never say no. I say how high. And then I, if I can't do it, I'm like, give me two seconds. Um, I'm going to do this real quick. Yep. Something for myself. And then I'll run back and I'll, and I'll come jump for you mm-hmm. because it's like- I can never just say no. Nope. And I think no is the biggest boundary you can set. Mm-hmm. Just no, I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I get so mad sometimes because my extended family never goes to my sister the way they come to me. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to know more about my life. They want to know. Mm-hmm. They very. They expect me to be open with them 24-7 because mm-hmm. they're open with me. I can't kind of like just randomly just say, no, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? But with my sister, I feel like they're, they've kind of accepted. Olivia grew up. A little more private, mm-hmm. not a little more, very much so private. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why they know they don't they don't push that boundary. Right. She grew up private, so like I guess in a way she, that was a boundary. So like they know she's not gonna tell them everything that's happening right. with her, and her boyfriend. She they know that anything that's happened that's like going on with her, she is very selective of who she tells. Yes. For me, I'm out there blah 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 my mouth to everyone, mm-hmm. and they're blabbing blah blah to me. So when I finally start to say like even this year, with I'm the, realizing I want a boundary. Yeah. It's, it's like, like no. what are you talking about? Yeah. This is our regular, like, yeah. this is our day-to-day. This is what we talk about. And I'm ha- it's the same thing with having my mom. Like, the fact that you can say that, you know, your mom sees that and she wants to change. She's realizing that. For me, it's kind of the opposite. Growing up, I had, she was just always, like, we talked about everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. Except for, obviously, the stuff that I want to talk about in here. <laughs> but 
everything on the sun, meaning like we talked about um, boys, like who I liked and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Friendships, always told her what was happening with me, what I was feeling, what's going on with me and stuff like that. Even if it was her fault or even if it was, I was, I was just always so very open with mm-hmm. her. So unfortunately, because I was so open, I, we told each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this goes into like where all this com- comes from, like why I can't set a boundary. I, I think it's because growing up, like, my mom wanted to know everything. Mm-hmm. And she would tell me everything. Right. So in turn, that's why I think that's why I'm so mature now. Because, like, I'm const- I was always in the know. Yeah. They were, you know how when people say, like, I grew up and then I found out all my family secrets? Yeah. No, I found out all my family secrets in the moment that right. they were happening. No matter what age I was, I knew what was going on. There was no boundary between my mom and I. Mm-hmm. So she was constantly telling me everything that was happening in her life. Everything that was happening in our family. And then... On top of that, I'm like, what, 12, 13 years old? And I'm like, damn, this shit kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. And then there's so much on me. And so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to tell her everything that I feel too because she does that with me. And now... You do that with everybody. I'm doing it with everyone. Yeah. Because that's what I grew up to know. Tell, right. ev- especially your family. Mm-hmm. You go above and beyond for your family. That's the number one rule in my family. You go above and beyond for your family. Even if it bites you in the ass, even if you're so mm-hmm. upset, even if you don't want to do it, you still do it anyway because that's mm-hmm. what I saw my mom do. And sometimes even my dad as well. And then... On top of that, it's like you never, you don't keep secrets from your family. Right. That's something I always grow up on. You do not keep right. secrets from your family. You just, you tell them what's going on. So then, like, in turn, now I'm trying to, that's why I say at this big age, I'm trying to learn a boundary because now I'm trying to tell my mom, hey, I don't want to tell you about the guys I'm dating. Yeah. I've seen that you can't handle it, like you said. Right. And I do not want you to, I do not want you to t- know anymore because mm-hmm. you cannot handle it. Right. And then it's like, well, I'm not going to tell you about my friendships anymore because you can't, again, handle it. Mm-hmm. If I tell you that I'm mad at this person, you're mad at them for life. Right. I'm mad at them in the moment. Right. So now I'm like, I'm setting these boundaries and now she kind of feels like, you know, I'm moving away from her. Right. We don't have the same relationship. It's right. the same relationship. It's just I'm addressing the issues. Okay. Can I, can I say something? Absolutely. I've gone through the same kind of thing, just kind of different, obviously, yeah. in its own little ways. But a few things. Number one, when you're telling somebody or, or engaging with somebody and they can't handle it, that's not on you. That's on them. Mm. Like, that was kind of even the same thing with my mom, which we even touched on last episode. If someone says, I want to know, I want to know, I want to see, I want to be a part of, you have to do that at your own risk. Mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for holding the burden of you not being able to handle it. I also, that's the other thing I think when you're growing up, right, especially with parents, they're, you're telling them things often for guidance and advice. Mm. We're adults now. Mm-hmm. Everything I tell you, I'm not asking your opinion on. I'm, I'm telling you because I need somebody mm-hmm. to listen. And I feel like that's a transitional point where it's not necessarily a boundary, but it's more of like um, an adjustment to mm-hmm. our relationship. Sometimes I just need a friend. Yeah, You can, at this age, it's like I know a lot of parents, especially black parents, I'm not your friend, I'm your right. mother. That's fine. That's fine. We gossiping like we friends. Exactly. Like- you can't come to me about this, that, and a third, what Karen said at work to mm. me and to you, like, and then be like, oh, I can't handle this. I don't like when you do blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? This is my life. Mm. I'm telling you because I want I want us to have a great and fulfilled relationship. Yep. And you not being able to handle it makes it harder on me to be open and be myself around you. Mm. So now it's like, I hope that what you can do, which I know you already have in privacy, had a conversation with your mom and been like, this is how you act. This mm-hmm. is exactly what you do. Yeah. This is what you do. And this is why I don't want to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. If she insists, though, on continuing to know... It's a learning process. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm not excusing it, it's also like on their end, they're not used to hearing this stuff from you. Yeah. They're not this level of stuff. It's not that you guys haven't ever had this open means of communication, but 
as a parent, it's an adjustment to look at your child as a friend and be mm-hmm. like, if you were my friend, what would I say to you? Mm-hmm. If you were my friend, what would I do for you? Mm-hmm. We get so wrapped up in your parents not approving or not being there and not holding you when you need them to be like to hold you that we're like, I can't believe that you're not reacting the way I want you to react. Right. It's an adjustment on both ends. It's an adjustment for us to open up and be like, hey, I know I'm about to see something that you don't like, but are you going to listen? Mm-hmm. That being said, you're also entitled to, I'm not talking you out of setting a boundary if that's what you want to do, mm. because Lord knows I do it. Mm. But what I've noticed is it doesn't do me any favors if somebody keeps telling me, I want to know, I want to be there, I want to, and you want a fulfilled relationship with them too. Yeah. It doesn't do anybody any justice to withhold who you are because you're not growing with them. Yeah. They can't, you're not even giving them the opportunity to shape and shift along with you yeah so it's like some people i I completely understand like now you're getting older and it's like okay my mom doesn't need to know if i slept with this guy Mm -hmm. um and that i can definitely agree with i don't feel like every little detail has to be there yeah just because of the nature of the relationship but at the same time it's like if you set a boundary you have to also understand the consequences that come with it you're Mm -hmm. taking away someone else's opportunity to be there for you the way you need them to be at the end of the day they're not going to wake up in the morning and be like Okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I approve of every single decision she's ever made. Mm-hmm. That's not how it's going to work. It's, it's a learning process. So you, when you make a boundary, you're also taking away someone's, you know, way of accepting you or, yeah. like, growing into that relationship and being what you need them to be. My advice to you is if you want to set a boundary with somebody, set it because that's genuinely what you feel you need to do. Mm. Don't set it because you're sick and tired of their reactions. Mm. Set it because you feel like you're uncomfortable. Set it because you feel super stressed out. Don't set it if that's not what you're genuinely wanting to do. Like, for example, right, Liana, if I wanted to set an example with you because you weren't giving me the responses I wanted from you, Mm -hmm. but what I really wanted was for you to just be there for me, why would I set a boundary instead of having the conversation with you? And then then I don't want to say, like, condition you to be the friend that I want you to be or that I need you to be, but that's kind of what it is, right? Mm. Like, you're taking somebody who's not used to hearing this side of you or isn't basically what you need, and you're saying, I'm going to keep feeding you information that you may not be used to, Mm. and let's see if you can handle it. And after a few months or a few weeks or whatever the case may be, a few experiences, if you still cannot be that, I have to set a boundary. Mm. But it's like, it's almost premature to, to set a boundary with somebody that you don't want to set a boundary with like even for my mom I never wanted to be secretive Mm. I never wanted to withhold information I was doing it because you were stressing me the hell out (laughs) mom I love you (laughs) but you were stressing me out and you kept making me feel like I couldn't be myself yeah now we're older and I can communicate this with you and even though I know you may not like or she may not like everything that I say or everything I do I know it's not my responsibility to make her feel good about my life I know that she's my mom and I and I know that this is a level of relationship where she's going to love me anyway. Mm. The same way I look at you like that. Yeah. Like sometimes you don't say the things I want you to say, but what do I do? I have the conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And so you give me a chance and I give you a chance mm-hmm. to be there for me in the future the way I need you to be. Yes, beautiful. Fine. Good dandy. <laughs> Damn it. That's all fine, good, and dandy. The only problem is going mm-hmm. back to the these familial boundaries mm-hmm. is that, like I said, when people say jump, I say how high. Mm-hmm. So... This is the hardest part for me. I want to set this boundary. Mm-hmm. I want to say, you know, I can't. I can't jump right now. I can't do this right now. But sometimes it's hard for me to enforce it at all times. Mm-hmm. So I will create a boundary. Let's say, for example, um, you know, my cousin is just constantly asking me to do stuff for her. Mm-hmm. This is not real. But 
because it's constantly asking me to do stuff for her. I decide to say, you know, I can't. No, mm-hmm. I can't. No, I can't. I start practicing the boundary. She stops asking me for stuff. Again, this is fake if any of you guys are listening. <laughs> then, like, a couple of weeks later, I realize that I haven't seen her in a while. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to do a couple things for her. Right. I want to go above and beyond for her. But mm-hmm. then she takes it as, oh, she put the boundary back down. I can go now. Like, it's like basically like a stop sign sometimes. Yeah. Instead of a full on, like, you cannot an enter An adjustment here. to the yeah. relationship. It's not an adjustment. It's mm-hmm. like a, oh, right now she's going through something. She doesn't want to overextend herself for mm-hmm. me. It's really tough for me to enforce them all the time because it also goes into my friendships where I'm like, I love this person so much. Mm-hmm. I want to do anything I can to make their day better, to do anything for them because I want them to feel loved. But I feel like I'm being mean or I'm being cold towards that person mm-hmm. if I set that boundary, if I say no to them all the time. Mm-hmm. If you have trouble enforcing the boundary, if you have trouble putting the wall back up or putting the stop sign back up, it's because... Just say it, bro. It's because you forget that you're just as important as anybody else. Absolutely. Like, you forget all the time. Absolutely. Like, here's an... Literally two weeks ago, I said to Liana, hey, um, maybe this coming week you want to stop saying you can do things because you really can't. (laughs) I said, if you need to say no to anybody except for your absolute top tier priorities, say no. (laughs) Stay home. Watch a show. She has this whole self-care segment going on TikTok and she's doing it. Don't get me wrong. She's doing it. But at the same time, she's still, I keep saying this word, overextending yourself. And mm-hmm. this even goes into it. Yep. I feel like even with your family, what you do very often is overextend yourself. Yeah. One, because you're a woman of many talents. That's mm. not even me complimenting you. That's me telling you the truth. You are good with finance. She used to have a business called Wise with her friend, Jaron. She's good at makeup. Like, you do a lot of things. And you're pretty well connected in, mm-hmm. like, the social scene. So, like, yeah. if people want to go out to a restaurant, a bar, whatever, people are like, hey... Do you know a place? And, hey, do you want to come? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're always overextending yourself because of that, of being so well-connected, because mm-hmm. of being so talented, but also because you're super warm and inviting. And you are a question asker. So, like, and I say that meaning when you get into a conversation with somebody, even if it's somebody you don't even like, you will keep talking to them mm-hmm. like you like them. Mm-hmm. You ask a thousand questions. You know asking questions when you're in a conversation with somebody, even, that's what they say in good interviews, you ask the person you're um, being interviewed by questions. Yeah. It makes them feel like you care. And you keep making everybody feel like you care. Why are you reading me to filth again? I thought we were having a good <laughs> time here. <laughs> we are. But it's just like, I... When you say that you have trouble enforcing them, I think a lot of people, number one, relate to that. Yeah. Because the analogy you gave about a stop sign, it's like a stop sign. It just makes them pause, but it doesn't make things change Mm -hmm. indefinitely. I think what you also need to do, or maybe what what you should maybe do, is remind people that you love them mm. but that you can't absolutely but i think this is an internal struggle that i have with myself as well and that's why i want to talk about boundaries in the first yeah. place because something i realized as i'm getting to know myself i'm learning my limits and as i'm learning my limits i'm realizing that i didn't have any limits before mm-hmm. that's why i didn't have any boundaries but also i am i hate even saying this out loud because i don't want people to ever take advantage of me but i unfortunately i'm a people pleaser mm-hmm. i'm a people pleaser mm-hmm. i will do anything to make sure mm-hmm. that the other person is mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. including forgetting my own happiness mm-hmm. That's why I started the self-care TikTok. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, Guys, this, I'm <clears throat> like this because to hear her finally say she's a people pleaser. No, I knew this. But you never say it, bro. Because I was in denial. And dude. we all, like, <laughs> our other friend Ariana, we're always like, you say yes to Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yo. You say yes to Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> we'll literally, we'll be out somewhere and everybody be like, hey, Liana, hey, Liana, hey, Liana, do you want it? And you're like, yeah, girl, I'll see you next weekend. 
she'll turn to me and be like, I don't know why I just said that. Yo. And then she'll still try to make it work. No, because it's sick. So this is why I was so grateful for the pandemic. And I always say all the time, like, besides all the tragedy that came with the pandemic and the loss, you know, I wish we could go back into quarantine. Mm. Because mm. quarantine taught me to stop double booking myself. Right. Yo, before the pandemic, pre-pandemic me, I was out with Tom, Dick, and Harry on one day. Mm-hmm. I was out with Dick, Tom, and Harry on the next day. <laughs> like, literally. And then, like, I would make sure if I couldn't see, and this is where it goes mm-hmm. uh, back to the analogy of jumping, because I would say, I can't do this day, but you know what? Let me see if I can pencil you in. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can do this. So I would say to someone, okay, you know, I can't hang out at 2 o'clock because I'm seeing so-and-so, uh, but you know what? I'll cut so-and-so's time short, mm-hmm. and I'll fit you in there just to make sure because that's the only time. They're, so they're setting a boundary me saying, this is the only day I can hang out. Me, knowing that this is, I cannot hang out that day. I'll be like, damn, this is the only day they can hang out. They really want to hang out with me. They're going out of their way to make time for me. I will go out of my way to make time for them. This Thinking that it's sick. a, no, okay, this take it easy, babe. Sick. But like, it's literally like, they're not going out of their way to make time for you. They're making sure that they have time for themselves, for everything they want to do. And then you can fit in this certain time slot. But me, I'm overextending myself, making sure. And that's what that's what the feeling. And, you know, we're going to get into why you need to set boundaries. But that's the main reason. Guys, if you are anything like me, stop overextending yourself. Because the way I feel so much better, the way I feel so much better, where I can just say, no, I can't that day. You know? And just, it's helped in my relationships as well. Because I don't want someone to have all, a whole bunch of access to me all the time. Like, I don't want them to have access to me all the time. So I'll say, even if I'm sitting in my bed, not doing not a goddamn thing, I'm like, I'm busy. Sorry. Yeah. Because that's normal. I do it all the time. I've been doing it for years. Time for yourself is still a necessity. And it's, you have to pencil yourself in. Like, like as cliche and corny as it sounds, you really do have to take time for yourself. Like, yes. That's why I started this whole self-care thing. Because I'm like, damn girl, you do not take the time to just be with you. Yeah, and not just be with you, but like, you know how sometimes, for example, you can start driving and you don't even realize where you're driving. Like, you don't realize that you're consciously making a left or a right or switching lanes. You're just doing it. Mm-hmm. You're not even thinking. That's kind of the same thing as like, having time to yourself mm-hmm. if you take time for yourself right that could be whatever it wants to be you could literally be sitting watching netflix you could just have a gap a whole window two or three hours to yourself mm-hmm. what do you do with it though yeah. are you conscious of your free time yeah. are you sitting there and being aware of the fact that you need this time to reflect the things that you should be thinking about in this time or not thinking about taking that time to really just block off all your other thoughts and priorities this is gonna get a little off topic but i'm gonna be completely honest with you guys I didn't want that time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that time because pre-pandemic, I was coming out of a relationship with a narcissist. I didn't want the time to reflect on myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see what I had let someone done to me. Mm-hmm. And then after the pandemic, I lost my grandfather. I lost someone so close to me. The first time I ever experienced true loss, I was distracted myself. Jordan Wood yep. says it best when she describes her situation with Tristan and everything. She says, my, once my dad died, it kind of felt like this like veil came over me yeah and i just started doing stuff and i wasn't there i was just watching myself do stuff Mm -hmm. it's not an excuse at all but it's the truth you don't want those moments to yourself you don't want those nights to yourself because Because then you start start realizing you'll start reflecting yeah like we said like yeah reflecting is nice now because i want to change when you're not trying to change you want the distractions yeah so i'm over i'm making sure i'm booked out because if i have a moment to myself i'm like damn i'm kind of sick right now Mm -hmm. i'm going through a lot like and even before, like a couple months ago, you know, I'm unhappy with my job, unhappy with my with myself. I'm unhappy with like the way I look and everything. Um, and then I'm unhappy with the way I'm treating myself, you know, and just my love life and everything. I just felt like I was I was unhappy. Mm-hmm. So every five seconds, I felt myself going back into my pre-pandemic ways where I was booking myself, booking myself, booking myself. And I'm like, damn, girl, you need to stop for a second and realize you're only doing this because these people are distractions. These mm-hmm. moments are distractions for you. You need to turn around and say, you know, 
take a good hard look in the mirror yeah. and figure out what the fuck, excuse me, figure out what the hell <laughs> you are running from. Right. Because at the end of the day, I was running from it. Mm-hmm. And I now, think everybody does it. Yeah. And we don't realize it. And you know, in uh, like a more severe case, this is what high functioning depression is. I'm not, I don't have that. I don't, I don't believe I do. But, you know, everything is on a spectrum. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm definitely on the lower end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. because I can stop myself and I can say to myself, you know, I'm not letting myself get there right Mm -hmm. now. I'm not to the severity of it, but I know if I continue down this road, if I didn't stop myself back in February, I probably would have continued for the entire year. 2021 would have been, wouldn't have been any different than I wanted to. I think all of 2019, I was high functioning. Mm, Yeah. Because even like ladies, if you go through a breakup, and then you don't want to be alone anymore. Like yep. you don't want to sit in the house. Yep. You don't want to cry. You don't want to take that time to get over somebody. Yep. Guys too. That's called high functioning. We need those times mm-hmm. and those moments to understand what just happened. Yep. What just happened? What do I want to change? Do I need to change anything? How am I gonna move forward healthily? Mm-hmm. Right? But also I think that makes you realize, even on a higher level. Who are you using to distract yourself? Mm-hmm. Who are the people that won't let you distract yourself? Mm. Like, what does that say? You know, and that's what also makes you reevaluate. Okay, not that you need to get rid of those people, but what are they for? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it goes yeah. back to our conversation about everything. Everybody is not for every single thing, and that's fine. Absolutely, and I think I want to sh- take this moment to shout out Jerome Petty and obviously you because you two are the people I avoid when I know I need to look myself in the mirror. So when I want to keep distracting myself, distracting myself, I'm sorry to all my friends and stuff like that. I love you guys. And you guys do tell me the truth sometimes, but you two are blunt with me. Jerome will tell me to to my face straight. You're doing the most. You need to calm down. He was like, you're unhappy. I can tell you're unhappy. And you keep doing stuff that you think is making you happy, but it's not. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> and it's like, she's so good at that though. Yeah. About, I can, I can yeah. literally, I'm a salesperson. I can literally talk you out of like, you, you'll start seeing it from my point of view. And they're like, you know, well. Maybe she's not really. Yes, I am. I think, yeah, I think I'm past that point now. Yeah. So we're talking about how, you know, not having boundaries is really rough and mm-hmm. it can be detrimental to you. But are there situations where having little to no boundaries is kind of acceptable? Yes, they're acceptable. There's no rule book. There's yeah. no guidebook to say this kind of relationship doesn't need a boundary. Mm-hmm. But a rule of thumb or a generalization I can make is. I don't feel like boundaries are needed where there's a certain level of respect that's mutual. What's understood doesn't need to be said. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I don't have, I like, honestly, I don't feel like I have boundaries with you. Yeah. Like, I genuinely, obviously, we don't live together. Mm-hmm. But is that a boundary? No. There's just times where I don't see you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But any topic is on the table. Mm-hmm. Any emotion is on the table. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling irritated... That's fine. I'm. Here's the thing, right? I think what we can evaluate as far as boundaries are is how comfortable are you with being uncomfortable with somebody else? Yeah. I'm comfortable being uncomfortable with you. Mm-hmm. I know that's weird. It's like a dichotomy, but I'm okay knowing I'm going to be uncomfortable with you because I feel safe, mm-hmm. because I know that there's mutual respect. Mm. So, therefore, I don't feel like I need to put up these boundaries where I'm like, if this situation occurs, I'm not doing this. I'm not saying this. I'm not moving like this. Right. I don't have that with you. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, there are relationships where if there's a certain level of respect, everything is on the table. Exactly. Nothing is off limits. So true. It's, it's those people. You know how it's like, how do I explain it? Look like this, right? Let's say you make friends with somebody at work or mm. at camp. Oh, go ahead, girl. And then they hit you up outside of that. And they're like, yes. hey, want to hang out? No. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. That was my first Study mistake. buddies, friends like that you meet at school. 
you are my school friend. Yep. I thought you understood that. Right. That's what I mean. It's not like it 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 carries over to all aspects where it's like if you both understand what this relationship is, there's almost no need to set a really stagnant boundary. Mm-hmm. So it's like if people understand you and they understand the vibe, they they have that certain level of respect for you. They respect your time. Then they don't cross that. Do you feel like mm-hmm. there's no boundaries or like no boundaries is acceptable or they just understand you enough to see the boundaries that are set and they don't push them exactly i feel like it's one and the same okay because nobody lives inside of you Mm -hmm. so it's like you know what i mean but there are people who obviously you have to set those boundaries for yeah i've never set a boundary with you Mm -hmm. there are relationships where you don't need boundaries yeah granted that may change with the times and Mm -hmm. that's fine boundaries are put up when reciprocation is not there Mm. so like even when you were talking about your family it's like you make time and, like, you know, <laughs> change the stars and realign, mm-hmm. like, traffic for people. Mm-hmm. But do they do that for you? Exactly. And even though it's a rule that you go by, I think at the end of the day, what this also goes back to is principles. Mm. Some people, we do that because that's our heart. That's your heart. Mm-hmm. That's how, not just how you were raised, but that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Forget how you were raised. Forget knowing that, like, you do anything for family. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. You, and I think even with me, it's like, I want to know I did the most for you mm-hmm. so that later, it's not even like as a no rule of thumb, but I don't regret. Yep. I don't feel guilty. I'm not ashamed of what I did. I'm Absolutely. not ashamed for putting up a boundary. I'm not ashamed for telling you, I'm sorry, I'm tired. I can't. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I've had to even do it with one of my friends where it's like, there was a point in time where you we couldn't, like, you know, we couldn't get any closer. It mm-hmm. was just the two of us. And, but there was a time where I was realizing, you know, I'm not getting the same level of that back from you. Mm. And it's, and it's fine because the, when it's real love, when it's family, when it's friends and you really truly care about somebody, it's not tit for tat. Yep. It's not about what you can do for me. That's very true. But we're adults now. So it's also like if I realize that over, you know, however long, you've, you haven't reciprocated any of that, yeah. that if the tables were turned and I needed you to be there the way you need me to be there for you, you wouldn't do it. Exactly. I have to put up a boundary. This is why I get upset with because people think that, you know, it's wrong of you to say that the situation needs to be beneficial to you. But learning all that I've learned and establishing these now, the situation needs to be, if no one has ever told you, the situation needs to be beneficial for you. There's a point in time, like you said, of doing things out of the goodness of your heart or whatever. But at a certain time, it's like, okay, but like you said. What is this doing for me? What is this doing for me? Is it, and not just what is it, but is it hurting me? Exactly. Do I feel some type of way, right? Exactly. It's even like, let's think about it like this. If you go out with your friend and she forgets her wallet and you pay for her and you don't even sweat it, okay, cool. If she keeps doing that, over and over mm. and over and over and over and over again. There's She never offered to repay you. Not, the offer's not there. Mm. And she never covered you later. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. That's a fact. That it's giving. Fact. She's using you. Exactly. And it's these kinds of people that will turn in your face and be like, everything shouldn't be about money. You're my friend. You do it. Mm, you lost me. Mm. You lost me because mm. I did do it as your friend. I did do it as your sister. I did do it because I love you. I did do it because I care for you. I did do it without a motive. But if I don't realize eventually that you're not going to do anything back for me, you're now hurting me. This, you're taking without replenishing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This is another sign you need yeah. in order to set boundaries. Yeah. This is the sign, this is the sign you see 
before you realize, okay, I need to sit down. Yeah. When when you feel like someone is using you. Yeah. And I think signs even go into the feelings that come up. Absolutely. Right. Like if you start feeling resentment towards somebody, if mm. that friend asks you for money or ask tells you, girl, I left my wallet again. Like, do you, can you cover me? Mm. And you start feeling like it's sitting, it's burning a hole in your mm. stomach. Or it's like, can you come pick me up from here? Oh, but then I ask you for a ride. It's like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, can you do this for me? Can you just pick something up from the store for me? Oh, I'm busy. I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. I'm not busy for you. When you ask me Or when I'm busy, I'm moving, I'm literally moving oceans for you. Right. I'm like, okay, I can reschedule this, I can move this, Mm. if you want to do it. No, I can't, but I can do it tomorrow. Exactly. There's never, there's no give and take. There's just take. When I start setting boundaries, it's almost as if I set the boundary and the person's doing the absolute most to stay to that boundary and they're making it clear to me. Mm. It's almost like a petty kind of thing where it's like okay i'm saying no to you i'm saying no to you because i have to do it for myself Mm -hmm. but now it's like picture you set a boundary for me and you were like kristen i can't see you on weekends anymore Mm -hmm. and now every time we're on the phone and you're trying to make plans with me and you're like how about saturday i'm like i thought you said you couldn't do saturdays anymore that gets me tight i thought you couldn't do that i thought you said no to me last Mm -hmm. time i thought you said it really bothers you kind of like throwing it back in your face yes and I understand because we're, we've all once in a while been guilty of it. I think you realize it when it's friends that aren't there for your well-being. Yep. You know how people aren't always there for your well-being? They don't. It's like, I wouldn't have said to you two or three weeks ago, bro, stop signing up for shit. Mm-hmm. If I didn't also know that might include shit I need you to be there for mm-hmm. me for. I have to realize that if you need to do what's best for you, I I also can't think that I'm the exception every time. Oh, that's very true. You know what I mean? It's really difficult to be like, hey, I want what's best for you, but not if it's going to hurt me. Exactly. Oh, snap. You know, that's a high level of thinking that you can actually separate yourself from that. Because I know, here's the thing. I know it's going to bother me. I know that I... Okay, I might want to see you, but I know that you need this. I know that right now you need this. And it's not forever. Nothing lasts forever. So if you need a few weeks or a month or whatever the case may be to yourself... I have to give that to you because I know it's going to make you better. That's what made me realize that, again, off topic, but this is what made me realize why our friendship was so valuable to me because you were able to identify the things that I wasn't able to. And so you were able to say to me, you know, I want to see you, but I'm okay if we don't see each other because I understand. You, she's the only one of my friends. I will say that she's the only one of my friends who takes into consideration, how was your day at work today? Was it stressful? I know you were just staring at a screen for nine hours. If you don't want to hang out, that's fine. Only friend I have that does that. Everyone else is like, we still on? We good? Don't worry about it. We good? We good? That means a lot to me. And that's when you realize that these people, like people like you are there because they want you to be better. They want you to, you know, grow and be great. They don't want to be that's great in your to, lavender. Yeah. And that's, right? that's not to say that I, I don't want to see you. I have to know that it's okay. Like she needs this. Mm-hmm. If your friend is communicating to you or showing you that they need a break, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. It's literally not about, I mean, maybe it is about you. Maybe you really suck. But <laughs> if you don't, if you know you've been a good friend, if you know that you're doing something from the kindness of your heart, it's just genuineness, then you can't sweat that. You can't sweat when somebody's finally like, okay, you know what? You're right. I need a break. Yep. Or you're right. I can't see you. Or you're right. I can't go to the club. Or I can't go to the bar. Or I can't have you sleep over. It's a boundary that they need to set for themselves because they're wearing themselves out. And what you're going to get in return is somebody that resents you, Mm. that stresses every time you come around, that will avoid your phone call. Mm -hmm. And now you're feeling like, damn, she really not fucking with me. Why is she not saying anything? Because she tried. Right. She tried to give herself space or he tried to give himself space and you didn't let them. And so now you're, it's almost like the mom that didn't have a break 
And instead of that, now they're shaking their baby. Mm-hmm. Like, they're shaking their baby. They're shaking their baby. They don't want to shake their baby, but they're shaking their baby because the baby's crying. Like, you know what I mean? And they will not shut up. And they're stressed. They're and they love the baby. Yo, love that's the really baby. how I be feeling. Like, after work, I'm like, damn, hold on. Somebody give me a cigarette. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I even, get, I even feel that feeling when, when too many people are texting me at one time. Like, yeah. Even today. I'm getting like 16 texts at one time. Every time I pick up my phone, my phone's on do not disturb because I'm working on an assignment. My head's down. I, w- I pick up my phone and I have 16 messages, DMs, TikToks. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to pass away. I, I I didn't set the boundary in order yeah. for me to say I'm working right now. Can't talk to you. Just because you're free does not mean you're available. Yo. Just because I'm on my phone does not mean I want to talk to you. Mm. It's not personal. It's because I need a mental break. Yep. I need a mental break. And some people are introverted like me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to respond. I'll respond to you when I when I feel like it. It also takes a lot. This goes even back to the Instagram for dating one. It you one people don't owe your response. Two, it takes a lot to have a conversation. It takes more to, for, of, out of me to have a conversation to sit down, think of a response, read your response over, think of a response, make sure it's good. Then it does yeah. to me to get on Instagram, watch a couple stories for five seconds, and then leave. Yeah, exactly. It's completely different. So yep. just what I want to leave you guys with, truly and honestly, just when you're thinking of a boundary, make sure you know it's not. A personal attack. No. It's bigger than you. Yeah. This person is doing it for their well-being. And if they are doing it for their well-being, then you know that's not that's not the person that, you know, you want in your yeah. life. But look at it as it's bigger than you. It's yeah. not just, like, they don't want you around anymore. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to do this. It's just they are going through something. Yeah. Ask them how they are. Yeah. That goes a long way, too. Exactly. If you just ask somebody, yo, what's going on? Outside of me and you, what's going on? Literally. Like, the first thing we always ask each other constantly, and that's made a huge difference in our relationship are you okay? Yeah. As annoying as it is, because if you are okay, you're like, yeah, what's wrong? But if you're not, you're like, <laughs> you know what? And you know, even today, when before I came here, she's like, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not. But Word. you know, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we have work to do. I'll talk like, to you, you later. Talk about it? Yeah, right. It's like you want to talk about it? Not right now. Yeah. Okay, boom. That's yeah. good. But lo- as long as you know, as long as I communicate to you, like, hey, I'm not a hundred right now, you know, and that is something I value, and that's something I'm trying to extend to the rest of my relationship. Right. It's up to everybody else to also communicate with you. It's not a one-way street. Absolutely. So if they're feeling some type of way about a boundary you're putting up, it's for them to question it. It's for them to be like, well, why do you need to do this? Or what, what's going on with you that you feel like this is what you need to do? Yeah. So with that, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Please feel free to DM us and email us if need be. And we'll be back on the next episode. episode. Bye, Bye, guys. Come on, 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 come on,